1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: Baseball fans.
3: Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at HomeDepot.com.
4: Ron and Anian. If I can do that with a thermal imager or some kind of a heat gun, it's a little easier on my hands, and Mrs. Brett will appreciate that that my hands aren't burnt when he when he gives her a hug. Well, so, I, I don't have a message. might help you get. Yeah, a I guess so. You if your hands are all beat up, brother, that might be the problem. I can make this the love doctor. The Car Doctor. It'll be 8 years old, 9 years old, and they don't last the duration. I haven't seen one hit the 15-year mark. I know somebody's going to write in there. I got a 15-year-old Kia. Good, you're the one. Lucky you. So we'll make a monument for it. Wait,
1: here comes the MyKia.
2: What's a
3: MyKia? MyKia! Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to. For their definitive opinion on automotive repair... If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900.
4: And now, here's Ronnie. I suppose I should start off with a Father's Day story, since this is sort of the Father's Day edition of The Car Doctor this weekend. And um, I've actually got something I want to tell you about, an interesting story before we get to the phones, which I see there in that well Danny my mechanic is um he he's driving a 78Z28 and I think I told you this last week that Danny found out that you can't take a 78Z28 that you know and run it up to over 6200 rpm against a Porsche it doesn't last and it didn't so There's something very humbling about that. And I was thinking about it this week because this is the week, this was the, you know, the remorse week. This is the week where he felt bad about what he did and he broke the car and now he's got to go get another engine. And, you know, I watched Danny go through what I went through so many times, so many years ago. And I thought how good it is for young people to deal with this, right? Instant failure. Instant failure. Nobody got hurt. All right. Nobody got beat up you know, nobody got accused, there was no stealing, there was no thievery, there was nothing other than it was a stupid moment that, you know, something, and he'll never do it again. He learned the lesson in one fell swoop. In about a four-minute period, he realized what he had done wrong, and it was a life lesson well learned. And I thought, you know, there isn't a lot of opportunity for that anymore because the life lessons today usually come at too high a price. Yeah, so he needs to put an engine in the car. Big deal. A couple thousand bucks, and he's doing it all himself. I made him... We closed a little early yesterday. We were caught up for the week, and I gave him some time during the course of the day, and I made him get the engine out. I told him, I said, if you can't get the engine out of this Camaro in three hours, then you're not really that great of a mechanic. And he had it out in two hours and 55 minutes, so he made it with five minutes to spare. And... You know he's going to learn the lesson of what not to do, which I think he kind of already knows. How often does that happen, right? And I thought, how great! And my friend Jeff, who's the one of the premier, he's retired now, but was one of the premier engine builders in Bergen County in the Northeast for the longest time. And now Jeff's going to help build him an engine. He's going to do it right in the shop and uh, watch and walk Danny through the uh, through the steps. So he'll see the mechanical nut and bolt fit of what it takes to properly assemble uh, assemble an engine. And uh, you know what? Kids today don't get those kind of opportunities. I just wanted to mention that. And for my adopted son, I hope you learned your lesson. Daniel, if he's out there listening. Let's go over to the phones. Let's go over to Mike in Maine, 94 Subaru Legacy, and some problems here with a check engine light. Mike, welcome to the car, doctor. How can I help?
5: Thanks so much, and thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I've got about uh, four things that this car has been doing for the past year. Okay. I've had every mother's child take a look at it and right. make an observation at my wallet and replace things that they think that is ailing it. Probably the same things that I've already done. And it just, we don't get any positive uh, feedback from it. Uh, it's, uh, the idling is going crazy. I've got a foot a 400-foot driveway, and here's how it goes. When the motor's hot, or at any speed, I mean at or any temperature. Roll it down the driveway, 10 feet. That idle will speed right up there to about 25 to 3. Okay. Roll it down 10 more, um, uh, stop. It'll come back down to 9, where it should be. Roll it ahead 10 feet. It'll go back up to 25 to 3, and it'll, re- it'll repeat the sequence until the gas tank is empty. The other thing it's doing is the engine temperature light is on. If you touch the gas, it'll go off. If you just press on it ever so slightly, it'll come back on. And the other thing it's doing, when it's at speed, 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever it is, touch the gas down, and you get a thump. Let it up ever so slightly, you'll get this thump, 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 thump. It almost gives you the sensation, jeez, I'm going to get you there, but it's reluctant. I I really don't want to do it. Okay. It doesn't roll down the highway effortlessly like it did years gone by.
4: You you're on the car? As
5: far as the motor is concerned, there's no skipping in it. It's got all the power it had when it was brand new, and it runs, sounds good at the tailpipe, no jiggling, no misfire. We've replaced the... Cam, crank, knock sensor. We've replaced that idle control valve on the side of the uh, TPI.
4: What, what fault that, codes come up, Mike? Huh? What fault codes come up with the check engine light?
5: Well, we've got to do the uh, the engine light or the light sequence. And for a long time, 31 has come up. And that's the, uh, you know, the engine idle control valve on the side of the TPI. Okay. We put it in, doesn't do a thing. Second thing we did, we done it, we ran it again. And it came up with these other uh, well what I call call it, is this lying to us? The computer's lying every single time. All right, so here
4: let's do this. Uh, let's 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 do this. First of all, have you owned the car since new? Six years. All right. So regarding the thump, I'm going to start the end of the I'm going to start the end comments before I you know I'm going to work my way backwards. So the thump thump thump, I just want you to take a look at or consider or is it possible uh, whose axles are in the front of this car? Were the axles ever replaced, the drive axles? My experience, yeah. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, at least the passenger one. The other one seems okay. And the other one, uh, the thing that's so annoying is that it's never did it before until, like I say, about 10 months ago it started this, and it was going right from one thing to another. And to date, every once in a while, when you use it three hours long, let's say, it'll just, at a red light or a stop sign, it'll go right down to about 200 RPM.
0: Okay. okay,
4: here, Mike, stay with me. i got a limited time. So the drive axle, how long ago was the drive axle replaced?
5: Uh, within two years.
4: All right. Make sure, as the mechanic, he's got to look at it. Does that drive axle, when, it, when the car's on the ground, does it look like it's bottomed out? I don't think that's all your problem, but I have seen aftermarket axles, And it seems that the aftermarket has a large, a a lot of the companies have a large problem with sourcing correct length axles with Subarus. And the wrong axle goes in that car. It'll clunk, it'll bang, it'll thump, it'll do what you're describing, and you'll never realize it until it physically wears something else out from what it's rubbing against. So just just a quick, that's the easy one, all right? Just something that they can physically look at. Does it look like the the axle is all the way back bottomed out when the vehicle's resting on the ground. Something like this is best checked on a drive-on lift, so the vehicle's at, you know, normal ride height, normal angles. That's number one. Number two, all right? The idle surge, the 31, okay, the issues with the idle. So what makes an engine idle higher than normal? What I have seen on Subarus is an inaccurate coolant temp sensor or an, an erroneous reading, a grounded wire, a poor connection will fool the computer into thinking the engine is colder than it is and raise the idle speed so rather than chase codes let's start chasing the symptom and let's start thinking about what makes an engine idle higher than it normally should once it's warmed up
5: well you just brought up an interesting item i i neglected to tell you that yes When it's at idle, when it's at temperature, let it idle uh, for a long time, and the temperature needle goes, well, about an eighth of an inch or three sixteenths of an inch too hot before the fans will come on. So it's getting way too hot before those fans will come on. Eventually they'll come on, force that temperature back down to normal again. This is something else that has been doing.
4: Well, before we... And I get that. Listen, that's a good symptom. Write it down. But, you know, the way I would approach fixing this car, if I were standing in front of it, is, number one, I'd have to go backwards and, and, and re- reverse back to the point before everybody started hanging parts on it because the potential for somebody to hang a bad new part on, you know, every time somebody hangs something shiny on it, it increases the potential problem for another problem to be underlying and, and laid in there. I would start to look at basic engine inputs. All right. I would look at coolant temp. I would look at signal out of cam crank, needs a scope. Um, I would take a look at, I've had, I've seen issues with EGR. They should have an EGR valve over it on the driver's side of the head. Uh, I've seen issues with EGR create idle surge and idle problems. I might consider blocking off the EGR valve temporarily to see if it makes any difference in the way the vehicle runs. And I would take, and I would take a look at the axles and make sure that the axles themselves are correct for the vehicle, like I said, that they're not overextended. And then when you get through all that, call me back. We'll fix this car. 855-560-9900. Ron and Andy, The Car Doctor, coming back right after this.
3: Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, and more, right from your phone. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and Pick 3 tickets right from your phone at jackpot.com. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play-
1: I love playing the lottery, and Jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone.
3: Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait. Go to Jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play. Go to Jackpot.com. That's Jackpot.com. Jackpot.com.
2: Baseball fans,
4: the car doctor here coming up the bottom of the hour by the way i should point out ted bradley he's the vice president or one of the vice presidents over there at blaster corporation is going to be stopping by to talk to us about lubricants penetrants and uh, well a little bit about pb blaster and how it came to be it's a great story he told it to me off air before we went on today and uh, you really want to stick around for it but right now let's get over to todd in ohio 1980 vet and some questions on oil choices todd welcome to the car doctor sir how can i help
5: well, uh, I've got a 1980 Corvette uh, L48 original, 55,000 miles on it. Right. And, you know, every year before I get it out, I've had it for about four years now, I change oil in it. And I've been using 10W30 off the shelf. Uh, and I went down an Internet forum a while back talking about zinc additives, uh, different viscosities, and there didn't seem to be a consensus on what would be best for that particular engine.
4: Yeah, and, you know, the, the oil choices for the older engines, it's, it's getting harder because the fact is, I could sit here and I could tell you use XYZ oil, and that recommendation today may not apply in six months or a year because the manufacturer may change the formulation or the blending because it doesn't apply to the bulk of the vehicles that they're selling to or for, if that makes sense. Um, here, I'll give you an example. 520 viscosity, not related to your question, 520 viscosity motor oil. It's getting very difficult, almost to the point that we can't buy it anymore. 520 conventional, because the demand for it isn't there. The, the, the manufacturers are gearing towards 520 synthetic blend. And even that, there's not that much demand. It's more 520 synthetic. So the day is coming, I think, within a year Uh, The world situation staying what it is and things stay calm and normal. I think within a year, you're only going to be able to buy a 520 synthetic and whatever blender conventional you find out there is just going to disappear because there's not enough demand for it. And they they gear the refining or manufacturing process towards highest demand, right? Why make make, uh, hand cranks for Model Ts if nobody's driving a Model T? So that being said... I could sit here, and I have an answer for you. Don't, don't, don't get nervous, um, as we like to say here in Jersey. But, um, uh, you know, what do you do, right? What oil do you use? Did I, I, did I, did I ever tell you about the hot rod? I, 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 had a small, uh, I had a small block built for my 55. It's got to be nine years ago now. And, you know, it was sort of a blank check here. I want 500 horse. I want it on the street. I don't want to have to lift the hood. I want something that scares me and, you know, gets everybody's attention. And it did. They did a nice job. And when it came time to choose the oil, I was sort of right where you are. What do you do? You want to take care of it. You want to do the right thing. But at the time... None of the oils I found in the marketplace met the engine builder spec of what he was looking for. Roller lifters and all that nonsense and, you know, all the goofy things you put into an engine that you don't really need or use, but it makes you feel good and it makes you feel like you're in high school again, like we want to remember that. Absolutely. (sighs) Driven Racing Oil. I don't know the website. Is it DrivenOil.com? Just Google search Driven Racing Oil. The gentleman's name is Lake Speed Junior. Now, we've actually had like, we've actually had him on the show a couple of years back. It's been a while. And part of the reason is because I have to recover from the last time because I asked him one question, and he talked for 35 minutes. That guy knows more about motor oil than I think most of the companies that are out there manufacturing it put together. Um, he is an oilologist, I think, is the explanation. But it's like he has a degree in oil selection and oil manufacturing. He's really an interesting guy. He really is. I'm kidding around here. Um, he's just so sharp and on on point if you go to driven racing oil they'll have a selection of zinc non-zinc by viscosity by selection by vehicle you can actually call them up and get tech support and say i've got an 80 corvette um you know what do you think is the best oil protection it's a stock l48 what do you think is the best oil to give me the maximum amount of protection for my vehicle for how i'm using it and uh um, they're really quite good at it. It's really staggering. What a great job they do. But they've got oil there. I'm running their 1030 synthetic uh, zinc-based oil, uh, HP4, I think it is, um, in the hot rod. Here I am nine years later. Nine years, you know, granted, I only went uh, 5,000 miles, I'm embarrassed to say. I don't drive it enough. But um, you get the point, right? It's, it's, it's all about the choices. That we make. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not cheap, but then again, what is it? It's an 80 Corvette. Come on, get over it. Right? It's 40 years old. Uh,
5: Yeah, I I just got it for the fun. Right. uh, You know, know, a lot of the forums, you have LC Zinc additive. Is that something you would recommend or?
4: And well, I think uh, I think in '80, yeah, I think I think the zinc additive came to play because if I remember right, the zinc additive was necessary on a roller lifter car. I think that's the way it worked. Or was that the flat tappet? I think that was the, the flat, flat tappet. tappet. Yeah, that was the flat tappet yeah. vehicle. So I'd have to. I don't remember honestly what it, what an '80 vet has. I think it was flat tappet. I don't think there was rollers in that. Um, right. You know. Yeah. So yeah, then zinc additive becomes important. And, and that's not usually in
5: the current modern day oil.
4: You may not find it in current modern day oil, because if I remember right, here's the rub. I think zinc additive is bad for what? Catalytic converters. How many cars have catalytic converters on the road today? Oh, about all of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oops. So hence the problem. Where do you think the manufacturers are going to gear their oil manufacturing to? The cars that don't have catalytic converters are the cars that do. <laughs> and, and, and there's the problem. So that's why you've got to find a a, a a brand like Driven Racing Oil. And I'll tell you how I found Driven. I'm thinking about it. How did I find Driven Racing Oil? I was actually using Joe Gibbs Oil. That was the original oil choice for black. And then Joe Gibbs, I believe, sold or got taken over by Driven. And then Lake Speed came into the... Uh, came into the scene and it all evolved into what it is now but good bunch of guys Um, I haven't spoken to them in a while now I just order online when I need it I usually buy a case beginning of the season or a case and a half, two cases and I'll change black's oil at the beginning of the year the end of the year, that kind of thing because uh, how often do you drive it? But that'll be the right choice for you. Do that. Call me back if you got more questions, Todd, and enjoy that car. Get it out this weekend. Hey, coming up next, Ted Bradley, vice president of Blaster Corp. Stick around. Everything you wanted to know about rust penetration right after this.
3: by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, and more right from your phone. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and Pick 3 tickets right from your phone at jackpot.com. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play.
1: I love playing the lottery, and jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone.
3: Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait. Go to jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play. Go to jackpot.com. That's jackpot.com. Jackpot.com.
2: Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season.
4: On the car doctor, you know, it's it's no secret that the car doctor really likes his PB Blaster, and I like it so much that I decided to reach out to the folks at Blaster Corporation because I wanted to ask him a couple of questions, pursuant to your interests, the listeners. That um, you know, what is it there about you know, best rust penetrant and lubricant, and talk a little bit about that. And I thought I'd reach out to one of the industry experts, Tim Bradley. Uh, Ted Bradley, I'm sorry. You could be Ted or Tim, right? You'll answer to either one. Um, <laughs> I'll, the, I'll
6: answer to anything, just uh, not late for dinner. A
4: lot late for dinner, as we say. He's vice president over there at Blaster Corp. Ted, welcome aboard, sir. Um, Thank you. Uh, you know, Blaster Corporation is an industry leader. I mean, you know, you guys are the, you guys are the 800-pound gorilla in the room um, in, in both lubricants and penetrants. And so, you know, first question right off the bat, right? It's what's the difference? Where do I use one? Where do I use the other? Sure,
6: sure. Yeah, they're definitely two different tools and just to put it simply, uh, lubricants are made to stay on top of the surface. If you think about working metal parts, sliding glass doors, door hinges and things like that, you want that lubricant to work in between those two pieces of metal sliding back and forth. A penetrant works below the surface, so it's got additives, it's got things inside of its formulation that allows that stuff to go below the surface. Work on the rust in ten fifteen minutes. A couple of sprays here and there, and you're breaking uh, rusty fasteners loose.
4: Is it? Is it? I think the term, and correct me if I'm wrong, the creep action.
6: Creep action. You're right. Well, the technical term is capillary action, but okay, creep is something that you would, you know, it put it uh, put it. Simply, if you have a bucket of water and a paper towel and you dip that paper towel just the end of it into the water and you watch that water kind of works against gravity and it goes up the towel, that's a similar type of of thing we're talking about, capillary action. So that fluid goes into those little tiny crevices and it it gets down in there and it breaks that rust loose.
4: Got it. Okay. So it's important to know and you guys, obviously you consider... How much creep action to put into whether it's a lubricant or a penetrant and whether it's a, a lubricator or a penetrator uh, it's all there's a science to it is my point
6: that's right, yeah, that's right you know some some lubricants actually do penetrate they they work uh, it, it's water would actually be a could could potentially be a penetrant, but when you formulate something like TV blaster um, to to get down in there and to do that job and it's specifically for loosening those rusty fasteners and and that's why it was uh, formulated the way it was
4: so what makes pb blaster it's 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 typically rated number one for breaking free rusted parts how does it do that why is that so much better than the next guy up or a regular spray lubricant what's the secret without giving away the secret
6: yeah, yeah well again that's it, the formulation and it, it, it's the the fact that the, uh, uh, that the the chemicals inside the the, the formulation are doing the work uh, unlike a lubricant which has different additives for different applications like say a garage door lube may have a zinc additive that works. Uh, under extreme high pressure, so there's there's a multitude of different lubricants that Blaster has uh, that are just that lubricants. But if you want a penetrant and you're you're working on something and you you know time is money for mechanics and and so you want to save time you got a bunch of rusty nuts and bolts that you need to break loose you don't want to round off the bolt the 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 nut heads, and and you don't want to break the tool or potentially you know bust your knuckles up you want to spray this stuff on there wait for 10 minutes come back and it and it loosens right up and away you go with your project
4: and by the way your garage door lubricant Works works really well. I've used it on the. I use yeah, it's, it. On, it's
3: good stuff. It's I, I good use stuff. it on the doors.
4: I like the way it sprays all the way. You know, like I can get the top roller at the shop, and I've got I've got you know what I got twenty four foot doors, so it goes all the way up. Yeah, the, yeah. It's yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That stuff works well <laughs> too. And not a lot of people know you guys make that, right? They don't know you make a garage door lubricant. Everybody thinks PB. It's just you know rust buster and penetrant. But that's 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 another conversation. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we
6: have a, a line of lubricants, and and yeah. uh, they're they're great things.
4: And you guys have a lot of. I mean, listen as an aside, you guys, you know, it's not just rust and penetrant and lubricants. Now you've got this Prostra, right, the new Blaster Prostra. Um, who thought of that? That's a game changer, man. That's just a better way to spray, as you guys say.
6: This, Yeah, this is really exciting. This is something that we've been working on for a couple of years now, and, and we did it using the, 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 the true marketing process, which is go out and ask the consumer what do they want. And they came back, and they told us exactly what their pain points, and there was three that boiled to the top, and that's losing the straw, cleaning up the mess, and not being able to control the flow. So we put our heads together, and we, we, we created this thing that sprays in three different ways. It's got an attached straw, so you never lose it. You flip the straw up, you can shoot a straight stream and, and, and direct the product right where you want it. Flip the straw down, and you can shoot it in a and a fan pattern so you can cope big areas and then flip it up on the back of the straw there's a dial a little uh, a little slide dial you can dial back the flow rate so you can put a drop in just the right place so now you you can you can put just the right amount of product in just the right place
4: and, and i love that that drop technique. where do you use the the drip or drop idea there ted i'll tell you you so, tell me yours yeah, i'll so, tell you mine
6: Sure. So there's a, there's a lot of different applications. There's thousands of applications for this thing. I mean, it's really going to change the way people think of aerosol, uh, aerosol lubricants and cans and, and penetrants. But if you're a hobbyist and you're working inside, or let's just say you're in a, in a bathroom and you've got rusty toilet flange bolts, so you're, you're working in the basement on a, on a uh, hot water tank and you, don't, and you don't want that smell to go throughout the entire house, you might want to just put a little drop here and there. Or let's just say you're working around something where you don't want the chemical to get on a plastic or a rubber and, and sacrifice the integrity of that material. So you would you would use that drip feature in those type of applications. If you want to force the spray down into the engine compartment of your, uh, of your uh, car or your dump truck or whatever, you can flip that thing up, put it on powerful spray, and spray it down into a crevice or, or something, you know, two, three feet away. Or if you're working on big jobs like farm and ag or, or even rail or, or freight carriers or big trucks and big equipment, you can put that fan pattern spray on there and coat a big area with it.
3: I love
4: taking when I've got the hoods up in the car after an oil change, we'll, we'll lube the hood hinges and we put it in drop mode, and we just, just drop. So we put a drop on the on the pivot point of the hinge at the top, at the hood, at the bottom where it's at the fender, and then in the middle. And this way we don't spray the whole engine compartment. There's no splatter on the paint. It's just a drip or a drop, and it keeps the hood hinges going for years. Uh, that's, there you, that's, go. That's, that, that's there one you of, go. That's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. it, it, Blaster Corp, I'm just curious, started back in 1957. Great year if you were buying Chevys. Um, there's a story there, right? Can you, can you share that story? I mean, it, there's always a great story when you've got a great company like Blaster.
6: <laughs> yeah, it is a kind of a cool story. So, you know, we're in Cleveland, Ohio. This is considered the Rust Belt Warrior. We've been here ever since. Way back when William Wesley developed this product, we call him a bathroom chemist. He literally mixing stuff up in his, in his bathtub and putting it in mason jars and taking it out to his friends who were mechanics and said, here, try this product. I'll come back next week, and you tell me if you like it. He'd come back, and they'd say, where do I buy that stuff? So that's where it really got started. In 1980, in the 1980s, Bernie Porter and the Porter family purchased the company, and they were really responsible. Bernie was responsible for taking this product, into introducing it into retail locations, In the late 90s, his son, Tom Porter, who is the current chairman of the board here and a really great guy, uh, he he demands a a great culture here within the company, and he's fun to work with. Uh, 2016, we rebranded and created a five-year plan, and we've been charging ever since with new products, innovation, uh, and and all kinds of other things we got cooking.
4: And, And the pro straw. You can't you you're right. You can't forget the pro straw, man. That's and the, the pro straw. It's, it's the, I mean, it's this, the coolest thing coolest
6: gonna yeah. It's gonna change the way you think about it. I'm telling
4: you, it, it has. I'll tell you what. Until you use it, you don't appreciate it. Ted, where can the listeners go get more information?
6: Well, uh, you can get all the information you need on our website, and that's at www.blastercorp.com. dot com. That's www.blastercorp.com. dot and, uh, you know, and you can find this product almost any any fine retailer out there from automotive to big box to mass uh, to co-op to industrial. I mean, we're, we're pretty much everywhere.
4: Cool beans. Hey, Ted, thanks, uh, thanks so much for taking the time today. And say hello to your brother Tim for me. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you. I all appreciate right, it. We'll, we'll
4: catch you next time. We appreciate you being here. I'm Ron Annie in The Car Doctor. We are back right after this.
3: Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, and more, right from your phone. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and Pick 3 tickets right from your phone at jackpot.com. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first
1: I love playing the lottery, and jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone. Jackpot.com
3: notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait. Go to jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play. Go to jackpot.com. That's jackpot.com. Jackpot.com.
2: Baseball fans,
4: Back. Thanks again to Ted Bradley, Vice President of PB or Blaster Corp. PB Blaster. Great interview. Um, and I learned a lot from him, you know, just the, the science of how it works. And I told him, I said, I use it, you know, I do. I use it every day. I use it in the shop all the time. We just this week, we had a 2001 Jeep Wrangler, which, if you own a 2001 Jeep and you're still driving it almost 20 years later, you know that, well, You know, it's like you need a tetanus shot sometimes before you get behind the wheel. There's so much rust. And we were trying to bleed the brakes. The wheel cylinders were frozen solid. Well, I don't know what's worse, trying to take the wheel cylinders and replace them or trying to free up the bleeders. Well, we opted for freeing up the bleeders because the customer was spending money elsewhere and we're trying to save a few bucks. Put a couple of drops of PB Blaster, just drops, and the Pro Straw. really lets you... I mean, it's so cool. It lets you direct it right on there with the flow control valve. Did a couple of drops inside the bleeder and then around the circumference of the threads. Walked away, came back to it about, I don't know, 20 minutes, a half hour later. It was right around coffee break time, and the bleeders came loose. And um, I, I just... I thought of Ted knowing we were going to talk about it today as far as uh, what it does. And um, I should have thanked them for it on air, so I'm doing it here. Just great stuff. Good, good, good formula, whatever it is, um, it works. I want to talk also about um, we had a couple of calls in the last few weeks and today, too, about idle surging. And I, I was thinking what car could I best allude to to talk about idle surge and, and how you have to think. You, sometimes you got to outthink the problem because there's no, there's no codes. What do you do? Kathy's a regular customer. She's got a Trailblazer. And her issue is idle surge. The idle is is starting to act up. The trucks. This truck has. Uh, we have two Kathys with Trailblazers. This is the other one. One hundred forty three thousand miles on it, and she's got an idle surge problem when it's cold. And I've I've seen it do it twice, and I, I've sort of remedied it temporarily by cleaning the throttle body. And Kathy said, "Why did cleaning the throttle body?" make a difference in the way the truck idles because it idles better it still has a problem but it's it's not the same and i think what we're her issue is she's actually got a worn out throttle body which are on national back order see what part do you think is bad um you know god has a sense of humor he puts the part on back order and then you diagnose that you need it cleaning the throttle body changed the angle of the throttle and it's the effect of you know there is a mechanical and an electronic limit of how the computer can respond and what it can respond to. If the throttle plate is off angle and airflow is less than it's supposed to be, the computer in theory would over-respond trying to open and close and find its correct position in terms of when it needs to make the vehicle idle. If it can't do that, it may overshoot the mark. And it can either overshoot or undershoot and in any event make an idle surge or an idle that doesn't you know smooth an engine that doesn't idle smoothly so cleaning a throttle body really has to be and a lot of you don't has to be part of regular maintenance you know it's it's a good idea to think about once a year or every 18 to 20,000 miles depending upon how much you drive in Kathy's case we cleaned her throttle body wiped it out real good um, got up behind the plate make sure everything all the carbon was gone and then we actually put a can of Berryman fuel system cleaner in the tank because I saw how dirty The throttle plate was, and I said, we're going to do a can of Berryman and let it work its way through, and we gave her a second can. And actually, within use of the first can, she reported the vehicle was idling better and smoother but it still has a slight idle problem that tells me the body's got to go. But the berryman helped, the throttle body cleaning helped, and uh, she's on her way to recovery, as we like to say at the car doctor. She's uh, the surgery was a complete success, or a or, or, or success in the sense that we've got it diagnose now. We know what we have to replace, and uh, that to me counts just as well as if it was repaired. Now we've got to wait for the part to be available. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Let's pull over and take a pause. I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this.
3: Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, and more, right from your phone. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and Pick 3 tickets right from your phone at jackpot.com. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play-
1: I love playing the lottery, and Jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone.
3: Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait. Go to Jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play. Go to Jackpot.com. That's Jackpot.com. Jackpot.com.
2: Baseball fans,
4: Welcome back. Ron and The Car Doctor. I want to close out today. I want to talk a little bit about money in the world of automobiles and and, and service and stuff. And I I can't think of a better guy to quote than our own Eddie Goitis. Eddie, um, he runs a, uh, let's see, let me get get this right, Um, Ed Goitis Capital, GoitisCapital.com. He's a real sharp money guy. And he's a real sharp guy in general. I should say it like that. Eddie's got observational intelligence, I like to think. And he's got a lot of intelligence, but it's his observations that really kind of get me, that make me stop and think. He sent me an email this week, and this isn't what I really want to talk about, but he sent me an email this week with a picture of how his local Lexus dealer is giving away free brake pads. And um, he writes, he says, I guess if a service department stinks, then you have to give free brake pads in order to get people in the door. Ed, Ed. And um, it's, it's an ad attached for the local Lexus dealer where he lives. They're giving away brake pads. You just have to pay for installation. And, um, you know, Eddie's got that kind of observational intelligence. He sees things at face value, and then he looks into it, and he sees what it's really all about. And I, I, that takes a special kind of mind. That's not easy to do. So he's been listening to the show forever. And he hears me talking about, you know, the suggestions I make about a used car and about, you know, the best way to fix a car to convince you to fix a car is to, you know, go price out a new one. And he's right. And he he sent me a really long email today. And I don't say long in a bad way. I'm going to try and get him to let me put this up on the Facebook page because it's really worth a read. And the highlight of it is, Ron, this is a summary of the cost of a used car estimate that I sent you back in April, which you haven't talked about yet. Yes, I I know, Eddie. I've been busy. And um, he said, last week you had a gentleman call in about possibly buying a used Hertz vehicle. They might be a great value. Two weeks ago... And see, this is observational intelligence. This is Eddie. Wells Fargo and Citibank said they are exiting financing small and medium auto dealers. The small and medium auto dealers got the rug pulled out from under them by now having, are and have livery, very limited financing options for the inventory sitting on their lots given the increased unknown uncertainty of COVID-19 and growing unemployment rates. There will be an increasing amount of vehicles for sale, especially used, since the finance options for dealers is greatly limited. He then goes into a cost analysis breakdown of what it takes to drive a car X number of miles, the projected amount of money that you're going to spend, and the cost per mile. He makes a very convincing argument, very convincing argument, for overhauling that used car or buying a used car, as the best product value. And it, it really is well thought out. I've got to get him to see if I let him put it up there. We'll give him credit over there at GoitisCapital.com. But it just shows how he thinks. Observational intelligence when it comes to money. That's Ed Goitis. Thanks for sticking around this hour. I had a great time. I'm sure. I, I sure hope you did, too. Till the next time, I'm Ron Ananey and the car doctor. From mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome
5: to Burger
6: Yippee